Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Have you ever broken a bone and become immobile or less mobile than you're used to in your day-to-day life? And what do you do to promote healing and take care of yourself in a more natural way? Well, do you know what you need to stay self-sufficient? That's what today's episode is going to be all about on the Green with Tiffany Choose to Care podcast. Hi, I'm Tiffany Page, and I broke my ankle. I almost can't still believe it. It happened a little over a week ago, and the last time I broke a bone was a very long time ago. I slipped and fell and broke my left wrist, and of course, that inhibits you from doing some things, but not like an ankle. I've always been so grateful for my mobility, but I've never really thought about what it was like not to have it and how just doing easy day-to-day things are such a challenge. Just from going room to room, you have your phone in one room and your, you know, your coffee in the other room and just to, to get around is such a challenge. So I wanted to go over my experience not a doctor, obviously, but I wanted to share what I'm doing to promote healing in a natural way. I am definitely all about health and wellness and promoting and giving the body what it needs to heal itself. And so I'm off, I'm off uh, a little over a week now. So just to give you a little bit of background, I was not even home, which is also such a bummer to not be even in your, your city that you live in. I was in York City, which is the worst place to become immobile since it's such a walking city. But I I was there. I went to see a Billy Joel concert, which was awesome. And I really wish I had a sexy story. Like I was dancing with him on stage and, you know, fell off or something. Do you remember that video with Courtney Cox and Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. So not that. Made it through the concert though, danced and had a great time. And then the next morning was actually going to be flying out that afternoon and not even sure how it happened really as i go over it and over it in my in my mind i just stepped off the curb wrong i think and was getting a taxi and so it's really important to know what kind of headspace you're in your emotional state and the truth is i wasn't in a great emotional state at the moment i had had just had a little disagreement and was a little bothered. And, you know, I've always been a person, like if you're having a disagreement, whether you're on the phone or someone's in the car with you and you're driving, always either change the subject or pull the car over or tell the person you'll call them back when you're stationary because that kind of negative energy, even if it's a discussion that you need to have, but having it while driving is could be very dangerous. And so that's always been a huge thing for me not to do. I didn't know that also applies to walking, but I guess it does. And then it's fascinating the fact that it was my ankle because I looked that up and there's definitely a correlation between body parts and organs and your emotional connection to that. So I'm going to actually put the article that I I found, which was the ankle. And there's a difference between the left and the right ankle. The right ankle is yang and it's masculine. 
And it could have to do with not having harmony in the home with your partner at work. So I found that to be fascinating, as well as how you are the person experiencing it could be dealing with inflexibility or undervaluation. And so I, I really, I really felt like a lot of it resonated with me. And I don't know if you've ever had ailments and looked up the correlation and really it could be anything. I had my, my eye twitching once and it's a difference between your left eye and your right eye and what, what that means emotionally. Of course, it could be something larger with what, you know, your kidneys, uh, fear, anxiety, regret, um, your heart, of course, a broken heart. If you have a broken heart, you have heart issues. That's a very common one. So it is fascinating. And I, I highly urge you to look that up. So here I am. I, I stepped off the curb. I thought I'd sprained it just really badly. I couldn't get up. My fiance came to help me up and uh, a woman who saw it happen came and helped me. I remember just looking at her right in her eyes and she was like, are you okay? And I just was not okay. I was so upset that this had happened and got into the cab and went to where I was going to visit a friend. And at his place of work was a a physician's assistant. So she took a look at it, which was so nice. And she went and got wrapping for me. She put some pain gel on it. We were icing it. We had it up and elevated. And they wanted me to go to urgent care. I really did not want to do that. but I. I did look into if they had an x-ray technician on on site. It was a Saturday and they did not. So I just thought it was sprained. So I continued with my day. I got some crutches. Uh, those are tough. Have you been on crutches before? Those are not easy to maneuver, especially when your body's compensating and it puts a lot of pressure on your shoulders and your hands and you have to have some good balance. And so it was uh, it was definitely a bit challenging, but... I finally got back to the hotel later and elevated it and the physician's assistant wanted me to take a leave and anti-inflammatory. And I really never take those for anything. NSAIDs as they're considered or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are an Aleve or an, an Advil. So ibuprofen is an Advil and Aleve is naproxen. And both of these are the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And, you know, people take them commonly every day. Sometimes people take them daily all the time for different pains and ailments. I've just never been one that's wanted to take that. They have a lot of other side effects that could come into play. And one of them that's such a big deal to me is stomach bleeding, along with Tylenol, which is an acetaminophenamine. And that also causes stomach bleeding. And so along with a whole slew of other issues, there's even safety statements saying that, you know, they're generally safe for most people, but, you know, if you use them for long term, they could have a lot of issues, but there's an increased risk of heart failure. There's the gastrointestinal damage, ulcers, internal bleeding, and your your immune system is in your stomach. So you definitely don't want that. There could be allergic reactions. So I'm not a huge fan. So I ended up getting Arnica, which is a homeopathic. And homeopathy can be used for many things. And I've never taken it for anything more than inflammation or bruising. So Arnica is what I had. And you there's a internal Arnica and then there's a topical Arnica, like a cream or a gel. And it's funny that they're considered alternatives because really 
they've been around a lot longer than even aspirin by like a hundred years. So aspirin was, I think, introduced in like 1897 and the company was Bayer is how we pronounce it here. You know, it's pronounced different ways in different places. Did you know Aleve was introduced in 1994? How could something that was introduced in 1994 be the thing that's promoted the most or one of the ways to promote pain relief versus something that has been around for so long? I find that fascinating. Also marketed by Bayer as well. But homeopathy was created in like 1796. And you'll notice homeopathic medicine. And it's it's really based on on two theories that like cures like, and that disease can be cured by a substance that produces similar symptoms in healthy people. So it really improves the body's response to whatever the disease or ailment is. And so I took these little pellets, the Arnica Montana 30C is what was available. And you take five of these tiny little pellets. They taste like candy, actually. Put them under your tongue and let them dissolve that way. And you take them every eight hours. Well, that helped tremendously. And, you know, yesterday was such a busy day. I've been on schedule with it the whole time, except for yesterday. And I really felt the difference in the in the swelling and the pain. So I also then put the gel on my ankle uh, before wrapping it. So very helpful indeed. I've also since got a comfrey salve, which once this cast now comes off, I, I will put that on it as well. And I also got a, a tincture that I I've, haven't used yet. I haven't got it yet. So this is still very new, but I just wanted to share with you so far what I'm doing. So now I did reschedule the flight. I didn't think it was a good idea to fly that same day that it happened. I was really nervous about the swelling. So I rescheduled the flight. I sat in an aisle seat in the back so I could keep my leg out and moved it up across the seat and just kept repositioning it as needed. And actually it was not, it wasn't a terrible flight. I have to say I, I was a little nervous, but it was okay. So got home, went to a foot and ankle specialist the next day and he took x-rays, which, you know, I'm not a huge fan of x-rays, but obviously you do need them sometimes, but you don't want to take additional x-rays if you don't have to. So if you were to get a second opinion, which I also highly encourage a lot of the time just to get as much information as possible. Sometimes they want to take an additional set of x-rays. No, they can send over the x-rays. You can deliver them the x-rays taken. You don't want to have additional radiation if you don't need to. Radiation is cumulative and it's, despite what they say, it is not good for you or your body. So we took x-rays and unbeknownst to me, what do you know? It's broken. I couldn't believe it. I actually was in shock. It was a clean break. As he said, a beautiful break. and. It was a fibula fracture and he had to put a cast on it. Well, I was shocked. I didn't know I was going to have to have a cast. That was the last thing I thought I would have to have. I thought I would just wrap the sprain and have to be off of it for a couple of days and then I'd be good to go. Boy, I was mistaken. He tells me six to nine weeks and after three weeks, he'll take off the cast and re-x-ray it and see how it's going. Wow. Talk about just stopping your life. How does that feel? And so it really makes you think about uh, why it happened. You know, I, I believe things happen for a reason. Did you need to take some time? Are you getting enough rest? Well, again, like I said, what was your emotional state? 
I don't believe accidents like this just happen. And I climb on my fence in the back to pick lemons and I'm always up on cabinets getting, you know, to high spaces and I've been good. So the fact that this happened was definitely, I believe the universe trying to tell me something. So I definitely needed to slow down and I want to be a good patient and heal because I want full mobility back and I want to be able to wear high heels. And so I want to take good care. So we started with the Arnica, we kept the foot elevated, and then I got in contact with my acupuncturist. And so I met her through taking my Chihuahua Lily to her when she was having mobility and hind leg issues, which helped so much that I ended up taking my mom when she was ha- she had fallen and hurt her shoulders and her knees uh, for different falls that she's had. I've gone to her myself for my back has gone out from time to time from major stress at the time. And so I reached out to her and she thought it would be great for me to come in. Now I thought I needed to wait a little bit, but she thought the sooner the better. So I went and laid on my back this time and she used the needles really throughout my whole body. And she put the first one in my forehead. I had them in my shoulders, in my, in my knees and legs my toes, my hands, I was really uh, covered in needles. And, you know, acupuncture is this this technique where the, the practitioners use these fine needles that they insert into the skin. It does not hurt. You barely feel, the needles are so fine. You barely feel it. And it can treat a whole slew of, of health problems and it helps your body heal itself. And so, they can be stimulated. The needles, she uses the moxa stick that she lights and, and stimulates the needles. But it's, you know, this form of this modality, this this treatment has been around for at least 2,500 years and it works for so many different things. And so I highly recommend it. And then she used a red light therapy over the leg, even though it was already in a cast and the cast was basically almost up to my knee. And that's another great healing therapy. So I'm willing to try everything. And it's nice when somebody can do all of these sort of modalities at once. So we did the acupuncture, we had the infrared light going. And then afterwards she does cupping, which cupping is another form of therapy that, you know, they call these alternatives, but they've been around for so long, way before any of these other treatments. So Cupping can be traced back to, you know, ancient Chinese and Egyptian, Middle Eastern cultures. And the technique is even described in one of the oldest medical textbooks in the world. And so it's been thought to that Egyptians may have been using this cupping therapy as early as, as 1550 BC. And so what it targets is soft tissue. It applies this local pressure to the pain points and, and the areas of the swelling. And it really helps the blood flow. It increases within the vessels and the, and the capillaries and the tissues. And so it really gives these, these areas the much needed nutrients and oxygen. So that helps it reduce pain. It helps with the sore muscles and the stiffness. And so to use it all together is just really so helpful. And so there's different ways you can use the cups. Sometimes people use these little glass cups or plastic. She, Arlene uses silicone, which I really like. And you know, it's funny because if you look up some of these modalities, like a cupping, it'll say something like, 
more studies are needed to conclusively understand, you know, the health impacts. It's like, really? More studies are needed when it's been around as long as it has? Why is that? Get on it. Why are these studies not been done? Hmm, I wonder. Because they're fairly easy, they work, and they don't cost a lot. So I highly recommend it, and I'm going to continue to go. And this will be a a great way to really get the circulation going, right? Because I'm in this cast now. It's quite heavy and tight, and you really want that bone to knit, to heal. And so I, I highly recommend it for many different ailments. When I get a chance, you know, there'll also be the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Man, I want one of these in my house. So great. This is a, it's almost like a blow up tube in a way made out of like, it's like a giant circular sleeping bag almost, you know, and it has a little window in it. You zip your, zipper your whole body up in it. And I thought I'd be a little claustrophobic in it, but it's it's big enough. It's pretty good. You, I don't think you you would be. And it has a window in it, so you can definitely, you know, come out if you need to. And it combines just a restorative power of pure oxygen at a medical grade pressure. And that so, what that does is it enhances the cellular function. It repairs tissue. It reduces the inflammation and improves circulation. So again, for many different ailments and diseases, it can be it can be used. And so when the time comes, I'll be looking into that as well. I've, I've done it a couple of times for just one for fun to see what it was like, but I've never done it for an actual ailment. And you definitely want to keep your foot elevated as much as possible. Although every time I take it down, my toes start to turn blue. So it made me very nervous, even though I was told that that was okay. And on another opinion of a doctor, it was said that it's okay to dangle it, let that blood circulate, and then put it back up. And you can do that a few times, and then eventually they'll stop turning blue and it will stop swelling. Although when they turn blue and they start swelling, it does freak me out a little bit. Something else that you can do that's free is you definitely want vitamin D. So I'm taking vitamin D supplement, of course, which you're supposed to take with K2. My body doesn't really agree with K2 too well, so... I would prefer to get my K2 maybe from uh, vegetables. You know, if you're going to promote healing, what you eat helps as well. You really want to have a a collagen. If you're not a meat eater, I suppose a plant-based collagen could be helpful. But bone broth could be something that would be really nourishing and helpful to heal your bone. Um, Leafy greens, beans, nuts, eggs. I would really try to keep away from sugar and alcohol. I did have a little alcohol last night, so I don't know if it had to do with not taking the Arnica or having the alcohol or the combination of both, but I definitely feel like I created a little bit more swelling with that. So I would stay away from alcohol and I plan to moving forward. But if you can get some vitamin D through sunlight, that's free, go outside, no sunscreen. I know people swear by their sunscreen. I'm not a huge fan, but really... 10 minutes. If you only have 10 minutes, great. If you can be up out there up to 15 to 20 minutes, that would be great. If you need to put a hat on, sure. But really, that is so helpful for your body to get that natural vitamin D. And while you're doing it, you can also do another modality that's free, which is earthing or grounding, if you've heard of it. And grounding really reduces and can even prevent inflammation following an injury. And so 
it can help with painful, chronic inflammation, but it really connects people to the earth with the natural healing energy. So uh, it can also help with stress. It improves blood flow, sleep, uh, vitality. It's really quite amazing that earthing is just something that's so simple and just can be an easy lifestyle addition. And it doesn't require much effort except going outside and putting your bare feet in the ground, whether you're walking on the grass or I would just make sure that the grass you have your feet in, I try to be careful to where that would be. Make sure that there is no spraying of any herbicides or pesticides because you really don't want to take that in through your feet or anywhere through your body. But you know, if you could have a nice natural place to be sitting in, absorbing the sunlight and having your feet on the ground barefoot could be very helpful for your healing and very easy to do. So you could find Arnica you know, out of Whole Foods. It's a perennial herb and it's found in East Asia, Europe, Northern United States and Canada. And it's it's pretty great. It's flowers and roots and they've been used to treat bruises and sprains and arthritic pain and muscle aches. So that's what I'm going to continue to use. Now, what are some of the things that you can use in your day-to-day to to stay self-sufficient? Like I said, it was not easy maneuvering on those crutches, but I tell you what, my friend came and brought me the cushions that go over the part that goes under your arm, as well as the handbars. Well, that was life-changing because it was really hard, especially now with the cast It's even heavier and your body is compensating and it's hard on your hands. And I thought I was pretty good with balance, but I'm going to say not so great. (laughs) And so the cushions really helped, really helped, definitely helped with my hands as well. So uh, I've been using those to get around. And then I looked into one of those knee scooters. So I was going to rent one and they were about $25 a week. So I need it for multiple weeks, right? He said six to nine weeks. So I looked into buying one. It was actually a lot more, it was just definitely more cost-effective to buy one. So I, I ordered it and there are a lot to choose from. Now I chose the brand that he had in his office that I tried out from going to the exam room to the radiation or going from the exam room to the x-ray room. And I liked it. I've never used it before. So I just got that one. It was not that easy to put together, although I didn't do it, but the directions weren't great. It took took a minute to put it together, but I'm telling you, wow, I can zip around the house and it's definitely helps to be more self-sufficient because with the crutches, you can't hold anything. So hopefully you're wearing pants with pockets. Cargo pants are going to be your best friend. So you can put whatever you need to put immediately in your pockets. That will be very helpful for you. They gave me some pants at the doctor's office and that's all I've worn for the last five days in the house because it has pockets. Yeah, so you can't hold anything with the crutches, but with the with the scooter, you can at least navigate with one hand on the handlebars and have something in your other hand. It also has a little bag in the front that could be helpful. But I just wanted to point out, which is so interesting, I was sitting in the living room on the couch with my leg up. My brother brought over one of those wedge pillows and I had that one in the living room and the scooter was parked there and I started to get a headache and I thought, wow, did I not drink enough water today? Is it just stress? And I realized that the scooter was having a little bit of a smell to it. I am very susceptible to smells and it was off gassing. 
Now the handlebars have like some kind of faux rubber on them or plastic coating. The seat cushion that where you put your knee down is a faux leather, probably some kind of polyurethane, definitely off-gassing. And then the bag, which is some kind of pseudo canvas, all those materials, I don't know why they're allowed to make products with materials that are dangerous to your health. And of course, in the environment, what kind of byproduct does it create in the manufacturing process and the people that are there in these manufacturing plants? It is really, really detrimental to your health. I would highly recommend, well, if you could not buy it, but I'm sure they're all variations of the same thing. That would be ideal. So I'm not saying not to to use one, but for for the sake of your health, if you can put it out on your back porch or out in the back and let it air out overnight, I would highly recommend that. I just put it in the other room. I wouldn't keep it in the bedroom. So then, because I didn't want it in the bedroom, I'd have my crutches. I, I park the scooter and then I take the crutches to the other room so that I'm not sleeping with that scooter in your room. You don't want to breathe in those those fumes. It's not super strong. And if you're not susceptible to smells, you might not notice the smell. But it's because of that I haven't used the bag yet because I haven't put anything in that bag with this the smells that I'm but it's definitely better. Uh, so I just wanted to let you know about that. But you know, I'm zipping around on that. <laughs> the funny thing is when you I don't know if you ever saw that Austin Powers movie. That's it's an old movie from uh, way back, but he's on a little golf cart and he's doing like an 18 point turn, trying to turn it around in a small space. Well, that's what you'll be doing with the scooter. Um, it can do it, but it's definitely maneuvering to turn it around, but very helpful. So if you can get one of those, that could be um, something that keeps you a little more self-sufficient. You want to keep your foot elevated. I know this doctor told me to you know, do it up and down, which I'm doing, but it definitely feels so much better elevated. It doesn't it doesn't hurt when it's elevated. And the wedge is helpful in the living room. In my bedroom, I've got pillows. The nice thing about pillows is you can stack them different ways at different heights at different times. You can support your whole leg if you need to and you can hang your heel off if you'd like to. So the pillows have been great for me and, and okay to sleep in. I can actually kind of maneuver on my side and put my leg on the side as well for some of my sleeping. Something I thought was very helpful was a shower stool. So I didn't have one on my second day of being in a cast and I took a shower to go to my acupuncture appointment and I didn't cover my cast. I have a step to get into my shower. So I had to hop on one leg up and into the shower. And then I had my right leg, which is the one with the cast on it, outside of the shower, balancing onto the handbar of the crutch while balancing on one leg to take a shower very quickly. A terrible idea, quite dangerous. And my calf cramped up. I don't suggest it. So I don't know if you have already a little built-in seat in your shower, which is very helpful, of course. But I found that a shower stool was what I needed and so very helpful. So it arrived and, you know, it's kind of one of those stools that you might have for a senior citizen. But this was so helpful. You put the stool in the shower and it allowed me to hold onto the stool to hop into the shower. And then I rested my leg on it, my knee. And of course, this time I covered my cast with a, a special plastic boot that they give you. And I wasn't sure if you could fully immerse it. So I didn't. And I 
kept the leg sort of out of the water and uh, made a huge difference. Still a big undertaking to take a shower, uh, but it made it more manageable and much safer. So I highly recommend that. And if you have one of those, you know, my mom calls them a telephone shower. Is that what they're called? The shower head with a hose. Those could be helpful as well. I don't have that. So a shower stool of some kind, mine swivels too. And then you can take it out of the shower and use it while you're getting ready to do other things as well. So I found it to be very helpful. If you can have a tray table next to you, I don't know if you have a bedside table or how much space is on it, but I have a tray table next to me. If you can have water in some kind of carafe that's enclosed so that you don't have to get up and down for that. I have my lip balm. I have my essential oils. Of course, it's a great time for a little self-care with some foot cream, at least on your good foot, hand cream. Um, My headset is there. Of course, your remote control, any of the chargers that you need for your phone or your computer, you can just keep that plugged in. But definitely, I know a lot of people sleep with their cell phone in their room, and I do not. Computer, cell phone have to be out of your room. If you want to turn it on airplane mode or, or shut it off, I guess you could do that, but I just take it out of the room completely. It will play a role for your sleeping pattern for sure. And I have another podcast on that if you ever wanted to listen to with the CEO of Defender Shield, pretty great company, and it helps you with protection from the electromagnetic radiation that cell phones give off. And so you definitely don't want that by your head, and that's not going to help you with your healing. So Obviously, you're going to have them in the room with you throughout the day or whatnot, um, but definitely don't sleep with it. And then your supplements. So I've got my vitamin D, um, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C. I was taking all those before this happened, so I'm going to continue taking those. Something else I am using or have always been using, but it could just help with uh, healing is quinton minerals are a... uh, seawater minerals. There's 78 minerals, trace elements, and they're a small little concentration and it's in a little glass tube and you just break open the tube and it's a little shot, tastes like a little shot of salty ocean water really. And it really uh, can help with different things. I It gives me a burst of energy. Um, so it helps with fatigue and, and energy, but it can also help with your bones and teeth to stay healthy. So if you can take some kind of minerals, that would be helpful. I also have cell food, so I don't take them both. So it's 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 a one or the other, but if you wanted to try the cell food, it's just a few drops in your water and uh, it just tastes like a lemony, a lemony water. And that could be really helpful, again, with energy, but it really does help the body heal with repairing tissue at a cellular level because it gives you, it's oxygenated and provides you uh, additional nutrients as well. So it's a dissolved oxygen with electrolytes and 78 trace minerals as well. And so this could also be helpful. And you really need to be easy on yourself. It was hard at first to realize that I'm not going to be moving around. I live with stairs. I can't do the stairs very well. They're on the outside. And so I can with one crutch and holding the handrail, I can get down and then hopping up, but you know, it's, it's a, the struggle is real. And I, I don't know if I'd like to do it by myself. I feel more comfortable if there's somebody there in case I lose my balance. So be mindful of that. You don't want to re-injure it. You don't want to hurt the good ankle or foot. So 
wear a, a stable shoe, I thought, oh, maybe I could wear flats. Uh, no, I have a tennis shoe on that left foot and I'm going to always wear a good stable shoe on that foot so that I, uh, I'm going to be a good patient. I'm going to be a good patient. That was what was asked of me. Maybe it was a time for you to get more rest, for you to have a little more self-care for yourself. And it's a good time to catch up on either some work things that you can do from the comfort of your couch or bed, or, you know, could you take an online course? Could you start an online business? Can you watch, you know, some of the movies that you've always wanted to see or TV shows? I mean, really, I, I think it's time. And this is why I'm taking my own advice with this. It's time to focus a little bit inward on myself and great time to do some meditation, which I'm going to be starting hopefully with a group I would really enjoy. I did 21 days of grace and I enjoyed it so much. I'm going to do it again. I did it with a, a group and they had started it and I was participating. So now I'm going to start a group and, and just do it over again. It really gives you a sense of grounding and presence and you'll do it because you're accountable to show up and do it. And it's, and, and once you get the hang of it, doing it every day, uh, you might like it and you might want to continue to do it after, even if it's short. So I highly suggest that. Hopefully you have friends and family that can help you out where you need it. It's, I tried to do laundry. That was a bit challenging. You don't want to be standing too long. At least, you know, I'm only in the first week, so this could change down the line and I will definitely check in and keep you posted. I do know for sure I've got this on for three weeks and then we re-x-ray it. So we'll see how it's going and how my healing process is taking place. So really uh, what the doctor says is it starts to heal or knit on either side and then it fills in in the center. So I am going to be a good patient. I'm not going to take risks. I'm going to try not to do too much and overdo it because your body needs that energy to heal. And I'm going to keep my foot elevated as much as possible because that's when it feels the best. But you don't want to do too much because you, but you'll be putting it down. You go to the bathroom, you get something to eat, you're maneuvering around, whether you're on crutches or a, a, a knee scooter. So you'll have it down plenty. So for healing, there are definitely different tinctures, um, different homeopathic methods, the different modalities of acupuncture, grounding, infrared light therapy, cupping, sunlight, and definitely look into where you are and, and where your emotions are and how you could be more present and more grounded so that accidents don't happen. And know that time heals all wounds. So thank you for listening. And you can follow me at Green with Tiffany. And I'll be continuing this journey uh, as I go on healing my broken ankle in the most natural way possible. And I hope everybody stays safe out there. I've had quite a few friends over the past year, year and a half, um, have accidents and injuries, mostly knee injuries, um, which is interesting. And that's a, a hard recovery as well. And so I think one of, hopefully once this is in a place where I'm either in a physical therapy or can get back into a little bit of exercise, I think swimming, which I've loved and haven't gone swimming 
in a, a public pool since COVID started. So that's something I will get back into as well. And with that exercise, obviously you can't do any kind of full exercising, but it's only been a week, but now I want to get approval to, you know, can I do sit-ups starting to lift some um, upper body uh, light weights to really, you know, keep the, the body strong and to keep that circulation is so important. On a side note, I wanted to mention completely different. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, this weekend, I was supposed to be at something called Electrify Expo. I was there last year. It was pretty cool. It's all electric and plug-in vehicles and it's outdoors. It's in Long Beach, California. Uh, you can find them on Instagram or just Google Electrify Expo. And they have a lot of electric vehicles that you can test drive, which is fun. It's no pressure. There's no uh, salespeople. It's not affiliated with the dealership. It's from corporate. And so it's just a nice way to see what's out there all in one place. And you don't have to kind of sift through what's a gas engine, what's this, what's that. They're all electric or plug-in hybrid vehicles. So there might be some mild hybrids as well, but it's mostly on the electric front. So last year there was Lucid and Lexus and Toyota, BMW, Polestar. So hopefully those same brands are back. I know Lexus is going to have a test drive this year, which they did not have last year. So that's very exciting. So I wanted to let you know about that. It's a traveling show, but its kickoff is in Long Beach, California this weekend. And you can check it out online and maybe take a vehicle for a little spin. So happy healing to everybody out there who might have had an injury or has been in a cast and uh, there's definitely lessons and blessings in it. So I just wanted to share my experience with you and, and thank you so much for listening in to the Green with Tiffany Choose to Care podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.